Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, Upwest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome, everyone, to episode 24. We have Lior Zaguri, entrepreneur, operations, and business development. Lior is one of the most modest, talented, and impressive people I have met. A distinguished lawyer and public servant, having worked for many years in the prime minister's office on the most sensitive and global influence matters, he shares his passion for Israel through his remarkable tour guides and the founding of nonprofit group FFI, Friends for Israel. He is a devoted father and has recently completed a marathon, 42 kilometers, doing 100-meter intervals, corona lockdown, at his son's request. He believes that the cheapest hours of the day are those when the kids are asleep. Often, he'll complete three-hour training sessions prior to sunrise in order to be able to cook his family breakfast as they wake up. Lior Zaguri, thank you for joining me. Thank you very much, dear Michael, my friend, for hosting and for thinking about me. Lior, you're wearing a suit and it's 5 a.m. where you are right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, the, 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 the incredible thing is that you do this actually most days. It's not special just for this. You run marathons at 5 a.m. And, and now, so tell me about this philosophy. Why do you wake up at 5 a.m.? Why are we doing this right now? Because I could have done it later as well. You requested this time. Absolutely. So, you know, I think, I think the main reason, and that will, will probably get to the core of my uh, beliefs and what I, what, what, you know, what's leading me in my life is the fact that right now, hopefully, my kids are sleeping. I have three amazing kids, five years old, seven and a half, nine years old. And I really believe in my life that there is nothing more important than family. And another statement that I'm following in my life is that when the kids are sleeping, I consider that as, as you know, that's a cheap time. And it's very valuable and expensive when they're awake. So that reason, 5 a.m. for me, 4 a.m., 3 a.m., no problem. We can do whatever we want. We can run marathons. But when the kids will wake up soon, their, their, their father will be there for them. So, Lior, we've been close friends for, for many years now, a personal mentor of mine, and, and I, I'm constantly inspired by everything that you're doing. Uh, you know, from, from the way that you served the country so loyally over the years. And a lawyer, I know, you, I know Dor Ezra, you took, my, you took my friend to Poland and you've been doing this Poland journey for so many years and, and really transforming people's lives with your passion, your enthusiasm and your, and your empathy more than anything. And, and now you're, you're, you're still, you know, you're a lawyer, an entrepreneur, founded at NNG. I mean, the list just goes on and on. And now you're working uh, for, for a well-known company and you're doing still incredible, incredible things. And most recently, uh, you're a marathon runner and an Ironman. What the hell, Lior? No, seriously, what is this? <laughs> so uh, again, thank you so much again, Michal, for your warm words. How can uh, I? How know, can I, I do? How can I get to this level? Just, I just need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so much on your own, and I can learn. But, but if you ask about that, I think it's mainly something that you know I think started much earlier in my life. The belief that again, you know, we're here for a short time, and we got a very big privilege to do what we do. And, and that is actually the core of, of basically doing, I'm not sleeping a lot. I'm sleeping four to five, six hours at night, but I really don't need more than that because, you know, I, I wait for the, the morning after 
yes, if it's needed, I will get a quick speed nap in the middle of the day, you know, for 15 minutes and that's it. But mostly it's really to wake up early. I really love those hours. I think, you know, everything is getting, getting waking up slowly. And this is the, the story of my life. I'm 43 years old. And I took few decisions when I was very young, when I was 16, 17. I was very privileged to, to understand that then. And one of them was that there are three important things in life. And this is the, what I call the triangle. And the triangle is health, family, and good friends. And this is one thing that, that leads me in my life all the time. There is nothing more important than that. And second thing is, is you know, also that I really wanted to dedicate my life for the future of the Jewish nation, the state of Israel. Yep. And in that way, also to try to help people and humanity as much as I can. So I really believe in doing. I really believe that, uh, you know, thank God I wake up, I'm healthy. So why not? And we try always to get more and more things done. That's so, okay. So, so Leo, let's just put things in perspective because, you, you know, some people, you know, we all like to do things, uh, but just this morning I was looking at the news and you're being interviewed on on TV for waking up and running a marathon in the, on the street of your house, a hundred meter street because you're not allowed to go past that. And all of that because your son at dinner challenged you to do it. Your seven-year-old son. <laughs> so, so that doing is a little you did, bit... You did a, you, you did a very good research <laughs> because it was really literally a few hours ago. Um, indeed, you know, today it's Sunday and, and two days ago, like on Friday evening dinner that we had with the family. Now we are all basically at home as, as you know, because of this coronavirus situation. And we were sitting and, you know, my son knows that I love sports. I love doing triathlons and marathons. And he asked me out of nowhere, my seven and a half years old child, Lovi, tells me, Daddy, what, are you willing? That's the way he said it, by the way. He didn't really challenge the way. He didn't say like, you know, he said, are you willing to run a, a marathon in 100 meters back and forth? He, didn't, he doesn't know the word interval. And I looked at him and I have to be very honest. I looked at him and I, in a very worried <laughs> look, <Yeah. laughs> I said, wait a minute. Now, I could say no. <laughs> I could say yes. I could say maybe, but I didn't say anything. We went to sleep. I, I slept on that, you know, during the night. I woke up in the morning. I said, you know, let's go up to the street. And I... I basically uh, started to run. I really didn't know. I knew maybe inside me that this is the goal. Because I think you, you set knew. A goal, <laughs> I think <laughs> you knew. <laughs> and, and I started to run. And then you see the, 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 the kilometers goes more and more. And I find myself half marathon, 25, 28. And then I'm calling my kids because it's 100 meter restrictions that we have now. We cannot cross it and. Of course, I obey the law. I don't want to risk anyone in any. And and then, you know, kilometers goes more and more and kids are so excited. So they come up and they refill my water bottle and they bring bananas that I can eat. And and in that way, I succeeded really to finish that and and to have a full marathon in 100 meter distance. So it really got, got out. The, the word got out there in, a, in, a, in an amazing way. And, and and you count up now too. And you know, I'm, I'm just... I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm trying to imagine the situation. You're sitting at a family dinner table and, you know, I, and your, your son looks up at you and says, are you willing to, to do this impossible feat? Which I bet you there's like a handful of people who could be crazy enough to even think of doing it during these, during these times of quarantine. And then he wakes up and he finds his father out on the street doing 
doing this impossible feat. And I can't help but think how the seven-year-old son is going to grow into this confident man and know that anything he sets his mind to, he can do and and take this on with him. And, you know, I, I, I can't help but look back at, at the way I was brought up and the inspiration that I got from my from my parents, who you also know very well. And and that's why I'm, I'm, I, I get, it makes me emotional to think about this because I know that I got so much of this type of inspiration from them that I'm just, you know, I, I think it's incredible what you're doing, uh, what, the way you're raising your family and this whole idea of, uh, you know, this cheap time. You know, people say time is money. And for you, you're saying, no, 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 people are mistaken. The, the expensive time is out in the day when I need to, when my children are awake. This is the cheap time when, you're, when they're asleep. How is this, how is, what's happening now with Corona and what are some of the values that you're thinking of in terms of community and family and, and livelihood? So thank you. You know, I, I just relate to two things that you said. First of all, yes, I really cherish your parents. I think they're amazing. And, and I see the result <laughs> that, 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 that you are and, and your siblings. And uh, I think it's definitely coming from home. So I cannot, I cannot definitely, you know, it's, it's embarrassing for me to speak about myself, but I will mention my parents because my parents, my father that passed away um, eight and a half years ago and my mother that, thank God she's alive, she's 80 years old. I think I own them everything, you know. They taught me to love, unconditional love, to love people, to give. And, and it was mostly by doing. And my father also taught me, you know, not that really there isn't anything impossible. And didn't really all day came to me and told me, yo, you know, everything, nothing impossible, nothing impossible. He just proved that by doing. And I think this is the most important thing, that if you really want to deliver something, be an example, do it yourself. You know, don't try to preach all day long. You know, read a book, go that, do that, do it yourself. And when you do something yourself in, in many fields, uh, people will get it and kids will get it. And, and you spoke about the coronavirus and what we're experiencing now. And I think that this is definitely, definitely historical moment that we all have. And it's, it's a tragedy in many areas and in many places. And I follow that very carefully. Uh, and, and endless words will be written about that. And, yeah. But I think that if I want to relate to what you just said about the community, the most important part, on my humble opinion, is the mutual responsibility. Yeah. The mutual responsibility that we have in our families that we are responsible, that I will not go to my mother that I love so much and I want to hug her, that I will not go because I don't want to risk her, that I will not cross the 100 meters because this is what the Minister of Health said, so I don't know better. If they said that, I will need to follow that and to, to keep social distancing of two meters. And in terms of the state, uh, you know, I published a post, you know, a, a week or two weeks ago. I, I, you know that I'm also a tour guide. And, and my friends, my, the tourism business is quite dead. Yeah. I'm thinking about my friends as well, you know, that do not have, the, suddenly all their business was collapsed. So yeah. I think that I don't care to give 20% of what I'm earning and to make sure that people that do not have yeah. will have. Because this right. is our mutual responsibility. So in, in that sense, I feel the entire world is, it's a wake-up call. You know, it, it's like, let, it, it, it's an unbelievable break. Of, I read it, I read it, and I don't know how accurate it is, but I read that 93% of the world today is in that way or another under restrictions. Wow. From a complete lockdown, yeah. to curfew, to, to a little bit restrictions. It's quite amazing that in a month the world got the break and I think all of us sometimes were in kind of a race 
And it's not. There are values. There are friendships. There, there are, you know, truth. Something that we need to remember how important it is for all of us. So, you know, Lior, let's play a game. Let's, let's play a thought experiment. And let's say you're in a position now where you're some sort of a, a community leader uh, that is running a country, but not from a logistical perspective, from a community perspective. And your values will be the values that people will abide by. Um, what are some of the values that you would, con- that, let, let's say we restart the world and we can restart the community. What are some of the core values that you would expect to have in the people that are around you? Amazing, interesting question. You know, I, I, I can speak about something that I did in, in 60 seconds and that maybe will reflect here. 2006, you know, we had the Second Lebanese War that started. Yeah. The bottom line, I, I was just, you know, tour guiding at that time. But I said, there is something wrong. I need to help my people. I was preaching, right, giving lectures about it. So I drove up north, missile falling. We ran and helped people under a fire in the bomb shelters. That led to a new NGO that uh, I had the privilege to found with my friends. It was called Friends for Israel. Yes. And, and I'm saying that because what we did for a few years was basically to help people under fire. But, and the slogan was people for people. Not, you know, just Jews for Jews. Not just, yes. you know, look, people for people. And I think this is, if I could now write a slogan and, and, and lead a community, I would say people for people. Don't just lock the door. Let, don't let anybody in. The fact that I have now my refrigerator is full and I'm telling my kids that, you know, it's not, we're very grateful that I have, you know, I have, I have salary and my wife and I can bring food to our table. But there are people that do not have. Yeah. And, the, and for me, This is the most important part. People for people. Let's help each other. Let's make sure all the time that we think about the others that are less fortunate than us. Because I'm fortunate. I, I'm so grateful and fortunate for what I have. And I need to give to others that are less fortunate. That's really make it as, as short as I can. No, and Lior, I just have to say, because, you know, pe- the people that are gonna that are going to listen to this, I mean, the context is really that you are one of the most successful people that I know, not just, not just in terms of family and friendship and empathy, but, in, but professionally too. I mean, you did crazy things and you're doing crazy things now and you are so humble about them that you're even telling me, Michael, let's, let's focus on our values and our community because that's really what's important. It doesn't even matter what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm listening to that And, and it really just makes me really rethink my own priorities and where I'm putting everything and, and, And how I need to prioritize my relationships and my friendships and my family, uh, my, my family relationships. Uh, and, you know, I just think that I'm growing up in a world where people are so driven and they are working on 20 things at the same time to, to climb this ladder, uh, which is infinite and there's no ceiling. And, it, it's, you know, I'm very, very fortunate to, to grow up in a place where I, I keep get, getting inspiration around me. And I see sometimes I need to stop and rethink of, okay, Wow, I just took a week of extremely hard work. Now maybe it's a time to call to call Grandma and say, "I love her." Uh, wow, I haven't done that in two days. Maybe that's time. And, and, I, and you know you make me think, what, how can we do this on a, on a global level? Um, because I, what I'm seeing around me is a little bit worrying in my generation. You know it's quite amazing what you just said, especially you know at the end, because And yeah, I, I definitely believe, you know, yes, we, we of course want to develop and we have to have our self satisfaction in what we're doing for sure. 
but we shouldn't forget the core and important things. And and as you just said, you know, we forget to tell people I love you. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I, I truly believe that I'm always, during the day, I think the word that maybe I say the most, repeat, that I repeat the most is thank you. Because I always look what I can say thank you about. And then we can really believe and, and, and understand how fortunate we are. So just thank you for you, for your for our friendship, you know, for, for your parents, for, for my family, for my kids. So sometimes it's hard, of course, you know, when, when we're doing, in, and of course, there is the day-to-day life and we're very realistic. We need to do what we need to do. But the bottom line is, yes, call your mom, call your grandma, tell them that you love them. Unfortunately, we remember sometimes when it's late, when it's too late, when people are not around us. Yeah. And all of us are here for a short, such a short time in the history. And we got that gift. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so, Unbelievable. So, so, Lior, when, so... Marathons and Ironman. I have to ask this because it seems like it. One day you're starting to train for a half marathon. The next day you're finishing an Ironman. What happened there? <laughs> what seriously? What happened there? So the first thing again, just to, to be accurate again, I did triathlons. I did few marathons. I did half Ironman. I was on the way to Ironman, and then the coronavirus arrived. So, but I'm training. It will be, but you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking any credits that I don't. Uh, I don't own. Oh, but, trust uh, me. But it'll it's, it'll be there, and it's going to be incredible. Yeah. Thank you. So I think it's mostly about really again saying, "Wow, you know, we we need," and 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 also the training is in the middle of the night. I told you because. I'm starting at 4, 3, 4 a.m. To, to, to work out and to run, to do whatever I can to, to cycle. And then I'm coming back and at 6.30 when my kids wake up, getting back to the kids, they see their daddy uh, making their sandwich <laughs> for school. And, they, and, and they, they have no idea you were just out for three hours training. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, but bottom line, again, life's short. You know, I'm, I'm, thank God I can do it physically. I'm not in a competition. I'm, I'm running for 30 years. When I was much younger, yes, I, I used to race and, and medals, etc. But in the past, I want. I'm just grateful that I can do it, that I can still swim, I can still cycle. I don't care about really the you know the the exact time and how much how 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 fast I did it, etc. But just to do it, and also there is something amazing socially about it. You meet incredible yeah. people, and for hours you speak with them. You know, the, the for running a marathon, <laughs> I, I ran for running 42Ks. I ran 600 Ks in training. A lot of that was with people. And some of the people I met for the first time during the run, and suddenly you run for two hours and you speak with people. And I love people. <laughs> so you learn so much from people. So that's that's what it is. Yes. It's it's unbelievable. I, I just I can't wait to see what you continue doing. And and you know, honestly, I might I always just wait for your posts because I get so much inspiration from them. And they're always so optimistic and they're always just mind-blowing. Uh, how you put your values first and and emotional intelligence first. Uh, Lior, before, I mean, it's, I still can't believe it's almost 5.30 a.m. where you are. I need three words that describe you. Unconditional love. Uh, you only need two words. words. You only need the two. <laughs> oh, Lior, <laughs> I love it so much. Thank you for taking the time and, and my regards to the family. And th- thank you for this friendship. Thank you for the inspiration. Thank you so much for your friendship and everything that you're doing, Michael, because I think I have no doubt that you will contribute a lot 
to this world. I definitely thank you so hope much. So. Love, love you. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, Leo.